Coming up this week on Expedition Retirement, is something big happening in your life this year? Don't forget about having some financial planning around that event. Why is the CEO of Edward Jones taking a pay cut? And when you dive deep into your 401k, does something smell funky? Okay, all of that coming up today on Expedition Retirement. This is Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler from Golden Reserve. We think of retirement as a mountain, right? You work your way up the mountain, you save, you work hard, and you have a certain advice that gets you to the top. But when you get to the top, everything changes. Climbing that mountain to retirement is only the first step. Do you have what you need to get down Retirement Mountain? Hello again. Welcome to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. My name is Randy Cook here each week to talk through some of the things you might be thinking about, wondering about when it comes to that time when you say, OK, I'm going to hang up my cleats here. I'm, I'm walking away from work. I'm going into retirement. I've been looking forward to this. Uh, is there enough money there? Am I, am I going to run out of money? Uh, did, did I do this right? Did I save enough? Yeah, there's a lot of questions that go around retirement, and we're here to answer those questions. Greg, how are you doing today? I am pretty good, Randy. I am on the cusp of going on a little break, spring break with the kids coming up here around the corner. So we are looking forward to that. It's been a while since we've gotten down to a, a beach and enjoyed some sunshine. So mm -hmm. I'm going to take the kiddos and, and disappear for a week here in about four days. Well, you've been working pretty hard because uh, just uh, last week we had the event uh, where you kind of kicked off the, the book and uh, Fire Your Financial Advisor is the name of it and had a couple hundred people at the hotel and, and kind of rolled out what the book was all about, brought the comedian on it was a great night for everybody i got to meet your mom and dad that was a highlight for me <laughs> they were great it was a fun night right you know all that work and all that time put into it and then having a, a kind of a sold out crowd of you know three or four hundred people mm -hmm. come and you know it, it was fun to be able to get in front of people tell the story and, and eat some white castle afterwards and have a couple <laughs> drinks and and just uh kind of celebrate a little bit so that you know we have one more in cleveland so that will wrap up kind of the book party tour and mm -hmm. you know onward and upward you know they're already asking when the next book's coming out so that's already got me got my wheels turning got my wheels turning wow okay well you'll find out more if you go to fireyourfinancialadvisor.com you can get the uh the book right there uh you can use a promo code put in radio and you'll get it for 50 percent off and uh, a lot of people loving it and uh it, greg just kind of doing what he does here on the radio show and then just basically saying look this financial industry that we're all in that we have really no choice to but to deal with is not really built in your favor there's a lot of things there that are built in their favor how do you put the ball back in your court and put yourself back in control it's fireyourfinancialadvisor.com check that out today all right so greg i wanted to ask you about uh, you know we got all these headlines about the banking crisis but as i sat back and and thought about that every time i throw one of these at you I'll, like i'll say hey greg the the market went down a thousand points is anybody calling no Hey, Greg, uh, the, the inflation rate is, is now 9%. Is anybody calling? No. So I want to ask you, is anybody calling about the bank failures? You know, not really. You know, I think some people are, are, you know, when we have meetings, they bring it up, but it's not a big talking point. We did probably get, if we're being fully honest, a couple emails about Charles Schwab. They had a tough week when their stock dropped because obviously we use them as our custodian. But for the most part, you know, Charles Schwab is one of the largest financial institutions in the world. Mm -hmm. And they obviously bounce back. But, you know, I think the deeper issue is, is what we're going to do about it going forward. You know, banks close all the time. I, this isn't the first time a bank's closed, right? Mm -hmm. You know, banks are like any companies, whether it be travel agents or other institutions, if they're mismanaged or misran or they, they have poor leadership or, you know, a thousand reasons. Market, the world moves on, technology. 
companies close and banks aren't not immune to it. Yeah. Yeah. They're not impervious to that. And unfortunately, our government and, and the world, it seems like as a whole, wants to remove accountability from everything in life. Like, you know, it's it just kind of scary that we're thinking that we could fix this problem by just bailing everybody out and nationalizing deposits. And then what happens then is a bunch of banks mismanage a bunch of things. And guess what happens? Well, now the taxpayers basically subsidizing something else again, you know, and, and it's a real shame that this is being proposed now. You know, you feel bad for those people, but that's you chose that bank. That was a choice, right? I chose to do something. I chose to use this company. And this is the same company that seemed to be more concerned about doing dance moves and being cool than actually running a bank. And this is what happens. You know, cool doesn't win the race. You know, you, mm -hmm. you want people that actually know what they're doing and actually care about your deposits and actually make sound business decisions. And instead they picked cool. And I hate to say this, Randy, but this is going to be a huge theme for the next probably 12 to 18 months is a lot of the quote unquote cool companies that it was really cool to be affiliated with will go under because they didn't do the hard work. They didn't focus on what matters, which is basically their core business, which is managing deposits, right? I mean, that's, they're in the business of banking, not being cool. And unfortunately, you know, let's be honest, banks aren't cool. <laughs> they should just own it. I want our bank to be boring. All right. So there's a headline this week that says 190 banks may be in question. So it probably isn't over. These headlines aren't over. The FDIC is going to back you up if you have $250,000 or less in the bank. But if you've got more than that, then there's a problem and there might be some bailouts there. As a matter of fact, Kevin O'Leary, you know, the guy from Shark Tank, he was on Fox Business and he doesn't like this whole business of backing up these depositors. This is going to be a political nightmare because you're going to have people saying, oh, we've got to keep all these small operators operating. But the big issue is if you nationalize the deposits and take the risk out of it. So if I'm an idiot manager in a regional bank and I'm compensated with stock, I'm going to put all of my depositors' money on black and Las right. Vegas. No, that's that's right. what I'm going to do. I'm going to either double it, and if it goes to zero, no problem for me. I don't have to worry about it because you're going to bail me out. The taxpayer is going to bail me out. This is very messed up. It's, it's not a good situation. And I think Yellen's going to have a lot right. of trouble explaining this to taxpayers eventually. So, Greg, another flaw in the ointment of the financial system, just like you say. Yeah, I mean, I, I, this guy's dead on, right? Like, he's dead on where it's like there has to be accountability. Businesses go out of business. And it's not these small mom and pop shops, banks, because they're they're usually in treasuries and other things. It's it's these, you know, they had a big crypto holding. You know, mm -hmm. you know how I feel about crypto. Well, they had a crypto holding and they had other things in the Silicon Valley Bank. And, you know, they were famous for doing all these dance videos and all this other silly stuff um, where it's like, well, maybe people should take a little bit more time you know, actually running the bank <laughs> and, and making conservative decisions regarding people's life savings and their deposits rather than trying to be so cool and, and trendy and, and, and doing things that are not based on, you know, sound economics. And the scary part is in, you know, in this country, if we don't start holding people accountable and having some, you know, tough consequences for decisions, well, then who, like you said, who cares? It's like, you know, no different than my daughter who's in fourth grade. And, you know, she says, dad, you know, there's this table and they were talking and then we all get punished every time. And you kind of have to agree with her. Like, what's the point of being good? Mm -hmm. If everyone's going to miss recess because two people in the class talk, what's the incentive? And I think that's really where we're heading as a society, unfortunately, is, you know, What's the consequence of making a bad decision? Oh, nothing. Not really. You can just do whatever you want. And, you know, the government will just keep cutting checks and, and we'll see what happens. Well, eventually you run out of other people's money. And, and I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. And hopefully we have someone with the courage to stand up on the podium, regardless of what political affiliation they have and say, you know what? Enough is enough. It's grown up time. 
you know, this isn't going to be awesome, but we're going to have to make some tough decisions and we're going to get back on track of being accountable, being responsible for your actions, being responsible for your choices. And, you know, sometimes those things come back to bite you if, if you pick the wrong company to put your deposits in. I think that's important that people realize that and, and hopefully start to really consider because for us, I hate to say this, but we love it. I love it when the world starts to crumble and all these pretenders crumble because our business model is built on safety and protection. Mm -hmm. So we're not worried about it, right? Like we have a lot of our clients' net worth is in insurance products that are guaranteed principal. And these are all collateralized dollar for dollar. Mm -hmm. So these are the things that, you know, I hate to be not, I'm not, I'm not hoping for more doom and gloom, but I do from a business owner's perspective, this is great for us. The uncertainty of the people betting on the ponies and the AUM guys and the one percenters that are out there taking fees. I mean, this is a fantastic situation for people like Golden Reserve and myself where we're like, well, we're just sitting back with our feet up on the table saying, yeah, you know, our phone's not ringing. And we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And our phone's actually, you know, the incoming call phone is ringing off the hook of saying, hey, we want to we want to talk again about what it's like to be a little bit more safe and a little bit more, you know, strategic in retirement versus just betting the ponies with the 1% guy that is just picking mutual funds. Well, I think about, you know, the idea of having a backstop. You have a backup there and your behavior is different, according to Kevin O'Leary. And that makes total sense to me. But as we kind of turn everything toward, you know, what about you? What about me? What about my own retirement? You know, who's backing? you up. And, and I mean, Greg, this is, this is, I think, the basis of what we do on this show is who's standing in your corner? Who's backing you up when it comes to retirement? And we've looked to these big companies and we've looked to our own company that we've worked for. And that support really isn't there. The support that they give isn't really in our favor. And you've, you've outlined that in your book. It isn't, right? The system, you know, the Department of Labor, and, you know, obviously the government as a whole are supposed to build essentially laws to protect the consumer. And, you know, they just don't seem to have a good grasp or hands around what that really means. And part of it's just because of the financial lobbies and campaign contribution laws, right? Like at the end of the day, the, this is a trillion dollar industry and they're cutting some pretty big checks. So those laws that could actually help consumers get pretty watered down before they get to the president's desk to sign. And, and that's the unfortunate reality. And then they start to build these additional requirements that really do nothing to help the retirees. You know, at the end of the day, we have to let consumers be consumers. I mean, people have to be responsible for their decisions. We can't babysit them the entire process, but we can make it very transparent what's happening with their dollars. And that, that would be my first law change is. If you're cutting a fee for your financial advisor, you have to cut the fee. You're not allowed to net it off gains. You're not allowed to add it to losses. You're not allowed to bury it in a statement. You know, you have to pay your fee that you pay your advisor with a separate check. And that's how we operate at Gold Reserve. <laughs> you know, like we're not hiding it in some statement. And I think if you, people started cutting checks and realizing what they were paying the financial industry as a whole, things would change pretty quick. I mean, mutual funds, Randy, this is a true story. Mutual fund statements don't have their fees on them. Wow. You, you can't see what you're internally paying. You know, you got to go back and figure out your cost ratio or your internal cost ratio and do your own math based on the prospectus, which, by the way, nobody does. <laughs> and, you know, they just hope, oh, I hope it goes up next month. And you really have, it's just a black hole. So if we could just provide transparency, I don't think we have to babysit consumers. I think baby boomers, you know, I hate when people try to baby retirees. Like, they made it through life. They raised kids. They paid off mortgages. They paid off, obviously, their cars and college education. They saved, like... They don't need to be babysat. Like, they're not toddlers. What they do need is to have good information to make good decisions. And if we could provide them with the information, I have faith in, you know, the majority of retirees out there, they'll make the right call. Mm -hmm. 
And that's all we need to do. We don't need more disclosures. We don't need more rules. We don't need more fiduciaries. We don't need more CFPs. We don't need all that BS. What we just need is good information and very transparent information of what the heck we're paying and what the heck we're getting. In this banking story, it appears that the government is going to have their back. The FDIC has their back. Who has your back when it comes to your retirement? Is it all about you and you managing your own money and you saying, I packed money to this 401k? Gee, I hope that's enough. Well, it probably isn't because what you need is a written retirement plan with a retirement planner. And that is what we offer you at Golden Reserve. Sitting down and talking about the real issues of retirement. How much money do you want at risk in that market? Come to a decision on that and move forward. What about taxes? Have you even thought about that, of how taxes could go up and take a bigger bite out of that 401k every time you take money out? What about, as Greg says, what is this all costing you? Do you even know there's a fee filter that we put into every roadmap for retirement. And what about the one of the biggest issues that all of us don't want to talk about? And that is, what if we have a health event? What if we go into long-term care? These are the real issues of retirement, and we handle all of them in our roadmap for retirement. It is a written plan for you, and we will do this for you complimentary. Give us a call. Give us a look on our website. Start the process, and let's find out how you're doing and what your prospects are for retirement. Do we have to do a lot of work? Do we have to do a little work? Let's just do the work. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. GetYourRoadmap.com. Start right there. We'll ask you to put in a little information there, and our team will reach out to you. Or you can reach out to us, 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. Take a quick break. Come right back with more Expedition Retirement. We're not financial advisors, and we're not financial planners either. We are sheepdogs, and our life's mission is to protect and guide retirees just like you down Retirement Mountain safely. Our goal is to protect and guide you around the greatest risks to running out of money in retirement, like when and how much tax to pay on your IRA every year, choosing the right amount of market risk, not overpaying for investments or financial advice, and protecting against those rising long-term care costs. And to protect you from a trillion-dollar financial industry that has left you alone on Retirement Mountain, an industry that's been underserving and overcharging retirees for the last 50 years. But now, you're no longer alone on this retirement path. You have a team of retirement planners that will walk with you every step of the way. We build a roadmap for retirement for every client to protect you from the four largest risks in retirement. To learn more on how we can protect and guide you down Retirement Mountain, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. That's GetYourRoadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. We will put together a roadmap for retirement for you. Have you sat down and put anything down on paper? We will. We'll do it for you. You go to our website, getyourroadmap.com. All right, Greg, we make a lot of decisions in our lives, and sometimes we wonder if we made the right one. It might be something simple as we're going to move or we're going to move to another state or maybe something happened within the family. Maybe there's a marriage, there's a divorce, there's children that are born. All these things happen to us in our lives, and then we go with it, but we didn't necessarily plan for it financially. So let's talk a little bit about that. That's one of the reasons you have a retirement planner in your life if something happens. So let's talk about 
marriage, divorce, what that brings up financially if you're getting close to retirement. Absolutely. I mean, we used to have these uh, discussions from a legal perspective also. You mm -hmm. know, a big, a big part of life is the events drive the legal documents. Okay. And, you know, we always talked about the big ones, right? You know, first of all, having kids. You know, when you have kids, that's probably the first time that you say, oh, shoot, I probably need something drawn up. Mm -hmm. And people get a will because that outlines the guardianship portion. So will contains who takes care of your kids if something happens to you and your spouse. So that's the first big life event. The next is marriage, right? You know, when you're, when you're married, what needs updated? And sometimes not a lot, as much as you at least you think, but they would get added to all your 401ks and your, and, you know, added to the different accounts. Kids obviously named as beneficiaries, but the big one for us is usually retirement. Mm -hmm. And when retirement hits the life cycle, you know, a lot of things change. You know, I think that's one of the, you know, the biggest rearrangement of both financial, legal and accounting stuff because your income turns off. Your savings turn on, um, you're transitioning from growth to preservation. Um, so that requires different financial strategies, different people. And then the legal documents are, you know, it's about possibly thinking about things like long-term care. I mean, do you have a plan for how you're going to address a nursing home issue or a prognosis of Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or dementia? Or how would that even affect your retirement? And do you have plans for that? Um, when you turn on Social Security, uh, when you pass away, where do you want your assets to go? Do you want to include your grandkids if you start having grandkids? These are some big life things that I think that's why retirement and, you know, why we gear our entire company to just work with retirees because they have a lot of stuff they got to deal with, right? How am I going to take money out of my IRA, Randy? How am I going to, you know, essentially reallocate my market risk? Am I overpaying for fees or, or investment costs? Retirement's a big one. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's other life things. You know, people ask, what if I move? Well, you know, if you're moving states, sometimes you got to update your powers of attorney. You know, they're different. Different states have different laws in terms of their health care power of attorney, and their financial power of attorney, and their living will. All, you know, maybe just as a reminder, those are documents that all operate while you're alive. So a financial power of attorney is if you can't make decisions or you're incapacitated, someone can pay the bills and get access to your accounts while you're still alive. Healthcare, same idea. If you can't make decisions, who's going to essentially make those calls for you. And then the living will, you know, most people know what this is, but you know, it's essentially if a doctor says that, you know, essentially I'm not coming back, I'm, I'm brain dead, um, you know, there's no more brain activity, then you give permission to remove life-sustaining support. In other words, you give permission to pull the plug and your family doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole idea of having a living will is that you give that to your family. Now, those are some heavy, heavy documents, but it's important we have those in place at retirement. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, moving, you know, like we said, you, we need to do deed work, make sure that our docs still work in the state we're living at. And sometimes you have to tell your accountant because there's different tax treatment, right? If you live in Florida, there's no income tax. Now, I know you're not a big fan of the big financial institutions, but there is one commercial that I kind of enjoy on TV for a financial institution. That's where the couple comes in and they go, change of plans. And then he sits down, okay, let's work through it. And they come in again and say, okay, change of plans. And they might be moving, they might be taking a big vacation, or when grandchildren come along. And in my notes, I put down, if you have grandkids, get ready to spend exclamation point, because let me tell you, I've got two and yeah, you get ready to spend. But at the same time, putting together some kind of a college fund or something like that, these are the things that come along, Greg, and I don't necessarily know how to do that. And that's where I rely on you. And I think that the relationship that you build with your clients as their lives change and as they make these changes it's important to have that person there so you can bounce these decisions off. It's really important. And I will digress. Their commercials are great, Randy. I mean, where do you think all your money's going? I mean, Edward Jones bills $18 billion a year. You can get some pretty 
awesome production value from Hollywood. <laughs> there you go. When when you're spending all those dollars, so like yeah, I mean Geico, I mean all these places, I mean they they can do these things because they're they're charging so much money. These are really expensive commercials, mm-hmm. so they better be good. They're, you're, you're paying for them. <laughs> but no, I I completely agree. I think there's you know we we've been seeing more and more grandkids get roped into distributions. So it used to be just to my kids equally it was the universal norm, mm-hmm. and now because people are living longer they're spending more time with their grandkids. They want their grandkids to be more involved in their inheritance. And that's not always the case, but it is a nice option to have. Say, you know what? I'm going to pay for my grandkids' uh, college tuition. Here's a little trust that I'm going to set aside that will pay, you know, for four years or things like that. You know, those are interesting things that we explore. You know, as part of our roadmap process, we're always hitting the big four. But at the end, we always do legacy planning. And the legacy plan is essentially making sure that all your, you know, legal docs are up to date. And also that your stuff goes the way you want it to go and you know all the options that are out there and what you can distribute your assets if you're no longer around. And that's at the bottom of the mountain. I know it's not fun to talk about, but it certainly is important because what's the point of passing assets on if they don't go the way you want them to go? And being that we have Ehler Stallings, you know, this estate planning and law firm under our roof, I mean, it makes it pretty nice to be able to call someone down and, and jump in a meeting with a client that has some questions. You know, I think about you listening right now and what would be the reason that you would call the show. And one of the reasons that people will contact Golden Reserve is there's a big change happening in my life and I don't know how to deal with it. And there are probably some financial or legal aspects of it that you haven't thought of. That's why we have a retirement planner in our lives. Give us a call at Golden Reserve or go to our website. Let's get started going through that conversation. If that's the main reason that you want to contact us, hey, something big's happening. I don't know how to deal with this. Let's start right there. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. GetYourRoadmap.com or give us a call at 855-546-2074. 855-546-2074. So along those same lines, we, as you listen to the show, invite you to give us a call. We have a website called BeOurShowGuest.com. You can go there. And we have a number of people that will contact us with their questions. And this is Matt from Toledo. Hi, this is Matt from Toledo. I've been working with the same financial advisor for about 20 years. I think he surfaced well, but I often wonder what I may be missing and if he's really the best guy. How can I get comfortable with my decision to keep working with him without damaging the relationship? All right, interesting. Is that kind of a common question that people might come to you with, Greg? I've got a guy, and I just don't know if what he's doing for me is what I need. It is, right? I mean, you don't know what you don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, these most people that go into retirement aren't, you know, spending their weekends studying financial, you know, requirements and, and accounting and legal. You know, they're probably out enjoying, you know, hopefully on a boat somewhere or watching a, a ball game with one of the grandkids. So it's very understandable that there's confusion. The Internet doesn't help and the commercials don't help because they don't really say anything, right? They're just a bunch of jargon and taglines and, and poopla and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, we get this question all the time. How do I know if the financial advisor I am using is doing a good job or how do I choose a financial advisor? So we built a performance review. So if you, if you go to um, fireyourfinancialadvisor.com, you can actually download it for free. And it's basically a report card, Randy. And you can kind of go through and grade your financial you know, professional in your life and hmm. see how they do. It has a scale and it's a one pager, so it's easy to fill out. But, you know, that is a starting block for a lot of folks in trying to figure out, hey, is this is this right? So, you know, the performance review was 
was one of the things that people kept asking us for. So we built it and we're getting, obviously we get, we get dozens of downloads a week. So we know people are using it and we get comments, Hey, this was really helpful. And really what it does is it breaks down the biggest risk of retirement and it helps people understand, all right, what am I doing for IRA taxation? What am I doing for risk? Do I know how much I'm paying for my financial advisor? Do I know how much I'm paying for my investments? Um, do they do anything from a legal standpoint? You know, what are the pieces that are missing? And am I getting just a bunch of, you know, expensive birthday cards and some mutual funds? Or am I actually getting real service? And, you know, those are the things that, you know, we want people focused on and, and organizing their thoughts. And it's a great like, little notepad. And, you know, the financial advisor doesn't have to know you're giving a performance review. You can just kind of ask them questions randomly. And or when you go in, you can kind of have some questions laid out where you can hopefully get some clarity on what the heck's going on. But I will tell folks this. If it feels like they're not doing anything, they're probably not. <laughs> and that's not unheard of, right? Most this industry was built on just selling investments and sitting back and hoping the market does well and taking credit. And then when the market crashes, they just play defense. So that that's literally the entire business model for retirement. That's why I wrote Fire Your Financial Advisor. The book that just came out, it's because we wanted to tell a story of how the heck did we get in this mess? Because it doesn't feel good. It doesn't seem to help a lot of retirees. And that obviously is a, a story on how we, we broke it down. And at the end of the day, Randy, one of the things I tell on, a, you know, in the speeches I give, when you give a performance review, like one of the most important things to start with is just understanding how much you're freaking paying, right? Like it sounds simple, but most nobody knows mm -hmm. in dollars, what are you paying your financial advisor and what are you paying for your investments? And the reason of getting that is so important is because from there, at that point, you have a number and then you can equate that number to value. And, and, and you can't do that without the number. So until you say, oh, my gosh, I'm paying $15,000 a year for my 401k. Yes. Are you getting $15,000 of value? And you can start saying, well, at a $100 rate, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm not getting that many hours. You know, I'm not I'm not getting 150 hours of help when it comes to my retirement. I'm not getting two hours of help. And so I'm paying, you know, you know, thousands of dollars an hour for I don't even know for what. So that's where we start. And, and to help people out, if they can't figure out that cost, we do it for free for everyone as part of our fee filter. So our roadmap has a fee filter where you just bring us the statements. Your financial advisor will never know. And we can tell you exactly what you're paying your financial advisor and what you're paying for your investments. And then you can go from there, right? At, at the end of the day, you are now armed with information of what you're paying. And then you can equate, is that worth it? Are you getting the value? And if you are, great. And if you're not, there are definitely other options. You know, as I was looking at this little audio clip from Matt in Toledo, it's only 15 seconds long, but it really speaks volumes and it speaks to everything that we say here on the show. Matt had a financial advisor his whole life and he felt pretty good about it, but he's getting closer to retirement now and he's starting to wonder. And the only reason that he would wonder is there are things that are coming up that he's wondering about. Does my guy have that covered? And Greg, that's the story of going up the mountain with one guy and going down the mountain with somebody else because the skill set coming down is different than the skill set coming up. And Matt just basically verified that because he's wondering if his guy has that skill set. 100%. And, you know, it's confusing. I always tell people the system is built to confuse you. Because if you're confused, what won't you do, Randy? Paralysis by analysis, right? If mm -hmm. you're confused, you won't make any changes. Mm -hmm. And that's enough for most people, right? They can, they can literally get away with just keeping their client just confused enough that they're like, you know what? I'm going to go golf, whatever. I'll deal with this later. Under the rug it goes. Or, hey, I made some money last year. 
I don't know how much I'm paying my my guy or my gal, but you know that's good enough for this year. I'll, I'll deal with this later. I don't I don't want to have to go with disrupting this relationship. This guy goes to my church. It'll be uncomfortable and awkward. I don't want to make a change. And that's something we've gone over over and over and over on this show is the financial institution relies on that relationship that you're not going to make that change. But sooner or later, if you're a business owner, you know what it is to make a hard business decision. But you know what? You are the CEO of your money and you may need to make a hard business decision that is benefiting your family and not necessarily that financial advisor. Give us a call. Go to our website. Let's talk through it. Find out what Golden Reserve has to offer. Find out what Greg is talking about here, the difference between your whole life of going up that mountain, and then all of a sudden you're at the top, you look down, and you go, I need different help here to get down this mountain. That is what Golden Reserve is. Give us a call. Go to our website, getyourroadmap.com is our website. We'll ask you to fill in a little information there. You can also give us a call. Just reach out to us that way, 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. Uh, we're going to take a break, come right back. And when you look at your 401k, does something smell funky? <laughs> look at that next on Expedition Retirement. All right, here's just a couple of questions for you. Are you retired or are you getting close to it? Are you nervous about running out of money? Do you have a plan for taxes and long-term care? And do you know how much you're paying your financial advisor? These are all good questions. Most of us don't know the answers to them. And that is why Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve has written his Amazon bestseller, Fire Your Financial Advisor, 40 years of exploitation of the American retiree and how you can fight back. Greg, why are you picking a fight with one of the world's biggest industries? <laughs> I don't know, Randy. I guess I wrote it for folks like my mom and dad and people just like them, right? They weren't multimillionaires. They were the other 95 percenters that had to work, earn and really save every penny. And, you know, the book really is a history lesson on how the financial industry took advantage of folks like them in retirement and how we can now fix it. And the book provides you with some materials to really help put those emotions aside and figure out, Randy, if you should fire your financial advisor. Well, there is another way, and Greg has outlined it in his book. Go to fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. We're going to give you a deal right now. If you use the promo code radio and you're one of the first 100 people to do this, you'll get 50% off your purchase. So go there right now, fire FireYourFinancialAdvisor.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Our second half of the program here coming up. Edward Jones, CEO, is taking a pay cut. Why is that? And you see him online all the time, retirement calculators. That might be one of the place you go to say, am I going to be okay in retirement? So you start plugging in numbers to one of these online calculators. Are they reliable? We'll talk through that. All right, so Greg, I found this story about a guy in New York City. He opened up his dishwasher and he noticed a funky smell. He called the <laughs> he called the repair guy, and the repair guy says, "You know what? You need to clean out this filter here. It's got a bunch of stuff in it. That's why it smells funky. And you should do this after every fifty washes." I go, who does that? It's, it's like when I go up to my refrigerator and I keep saying, change the filter, change the filter. And the filters are like 50 bucks and it, and it pops that message up like four times a year. I'm starting to wonder, 
if this is a little bit of a scam from the refrigerator company. You know what I mean? It's, 100%. It's 100% scam. It's 100% scam. got to be. So you know how grandfathers are usually just wisdom, right? There's a difference between knowledge and wisdom. Mm-hmm. And my, grandf- my grandpa McDonald, you know, God rest his soul, um, is no longer with us. But he was a lot of ways I looked up to him. He was my kind of my mentor in terms of he owned a bunch of businesses and took a bunch of risks, but he owned a, uh, he started off uh, fixing TVs mm-hmm. and this kind of goes back to the filter. And he said he had to, they stopped selling Quasar. Do you remember Quasar TVs? Sure, back absolutely. So if people didn't know this back in the day, you didn't make any money selling TVs. You made money servicing TVs. And at the end of the day, he said Quasar went out of business because their TVs never broke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the old Maytag repairman. Yes. He was all bored all the time, right? Yes, yeah. because because they couldn't make any business. He says that's what ran them out of business. And it's kind of scary. It's kind of like the, the dishwasher, right? You yeah. know, you, you know, you got to actually have something wrong with it so you can keep selling pieces <laughs> so that you can keep replacing it because they don't want it to work forever. And I think that's uh. how... TVs are built now, but no, in seriousness, the, the 401k question is a very real question. You know, if you think it's hard to figure out what you're paying your financial advisor or what you're paying your investments, good luck with your 401k. Okay. I mean, there are just buku fees everywhere. I mean, they're, they're hidden, they're, they're unclear, or maybe they're on statements or you don't understand and you don't have any control. Like the scary part about a 401k plan is you're forced to participate mm-hmm. and then you have to opt out. And then when you're in it, it's not like you can say, well, no, I want a different 401k provider. No, I want a different investment. You're beholden to whatever that company chooses. So when your dollars come in and they are your dollars, right? Like you're taking your money, your hard earned dollars out of your paycheck, putting them in your 401k. And you could have very little control or no control over what you're actually buying when it comes to 401k holdings. And I think that's a scary thing about 401ks. And it's a, it's kind of like the, uh, in a lot of ways, replacing the pension for a lot of these huge institutions that can just skim the heck out of your dollar. So like, I'm, I'm going to tell people not to contribute to a 401k, but I would take a hard look. Now, if you're, if your employer's matching it, you're getting some awesome returns, right? Like it's a great benefit. I would never tell someone not to utilize something that makes mathematical sense, but if they're not matching I would take a hard look to say, does this really make sense? Maybe I should do an IRA on the side that I can control, or maybe I should do something along the lines, or do I really think that tax rates aren't going to skyrocket? And if tax rates skyrocket in the next 20 or 30 years when you retire, guess what rates are going to be applied to your 401k when you take it out? You're going to get those higher tax rates, Randy, Mm -hmm. and that could be a big problem. So maxing out 401k contributions isn't always the fail safe everyone assumed it's going to be when it comes to retirement because you know at the end of the day you haven't paid tax on it what i find randy just to keep peeling this onion back a little deeper people are kind of hesitant to spend their 401k money because they have to pay tax on it Mm. and what that ends up being is now you have a piggy bank that you never break so now you've worked your whole life putting all this money into this and now you're afraid to touch it because of the psychological you know, nuance that you have to pay tax on it. So, I mean, that's a lot different than just having an after-tax account or a savings account, right? You're not, you're feel good cutting a check out of that. But if it comes to your 401k, ooh, I don't know, I got to pay tax on that. Well, you're always going to pay tax on that. And that's a really hard, you know, reality to get retirees kind of on board with, but that's what we work with every day saying, hey, this is your money. You should spend it. And oh, by the way, we can do our tax map that shows you how to take money out of it at the most tax efficient way possible so that you can still enjoy it. But please don't just wait till 73 and don't touch your life savings and do without, which we see all the time because that's what the financial industry encourages. Hey, you don't have to pay until you're 73 now, Randy. You know, the Secure Act 2.0 says we get to wait another, you know, year and a half. 
per year. And then it goes to 75. Well, guess what? It's like, well, then what money do I have to have fun with mm -hmm. until 75? What, what do I do for the next 15 years? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we can live off some interest and we can probably, no, 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 no. Like spend your money, enjoy your money. This IRA is built to be spent and, you know, it's grown tax free. You know, we got to kind of attack that stigma and hopefully get people to understand that it is their money. And if they want to obviously enjoy their retirement, they're going to have to crack that piggy bank. Yep. A, a pension ended in a paycheck. A social security ends in a paycheck. An annuity ends in a paycheck. A 401k does not end in a paycheck. And if you start taking that money out, of course, you got to pay the toll as you take your own money out because there's a tax liability there. That is something that we need help with when we get into our retirement years. How are we going to effectively use this 401k? Because it's infected with taxes. So give us a call at Golden Reserve. Go to our website. Having some direction on when to take your money out of your 401k, how to take your money out of your 401k, and are there some preparations that you can do ahead of time to limit those tax liabilities? Those are really good questions and questions we deal with all the time. Most everybody has packed their money into a 401k. You're in the same boat as everybody else. Give us a call. Let's help you. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. GetYourRoadmap.com, or you can give us a call at 855-546-2074. All right, Greg, uh, Penny Pennington is at it again. She sounds like she's a James Bond girl or something. Penny Pennington, what a name. But she's the CEO of Edward Jones, and they have announced that their profits at Edward Jones are down 13%, which is down to... $12.3 billion, okay? So their CEO, Penny Pennington, because their, their business is down, she's taking a 5% pay cut. She's going to go from $22.5 million a year to $21.5 million a year. What a sacrifice. Wow, she's going to cancel some vacations, right? <laughs> wow, what a giver. What a giver. Wow. Oh, my goodness. These are the numbers that they're dealing with in these places. It's unbelievable, Greg. You know, I just can't think anyone's adding that much value, right? Like, it's almost, you know, laughable to think that Penny Pennington is like, all right, guys, here's what we're going to do next. No, like, she's just driving this Titanic that is charging 1% fees, mm -hmm. you know, or gosh, in Edward Jones' case, probably 1.35% fees to a bunch of, you know, small towns across the Midwest. And now that the stock market crashed by 20%, well, guess what? They're 1.35% is being applied to a smaller number. Mm -hmm. So that's why they lost 13% is because the stock market went down. Not because anything Edward Jones or Penny Pennington did or didn't do. It's just the nature of their business. And, you know, this <laughs> this desperate ploy to say, all right, we know we lost billions of dollars of clients' money, but we'll, we'll make our CEO take a $1 million pay cut. I mean, it's laughable, right? Like this, is, this doesn't affect her life. I'm guessing that there's some weird backloaded bonus or some backloaded freaking, you know, if I had a guess that she probably didn't take a pay cut, she took more stock or, or you know how it is, they, they kind of sure. take out of one pocket and put another. Mm -hmm. I'm not buying it. And, and in reality, this is just kind of how they operate, right? The financial services industry thinks that everyone's stupid and that they're smart and that they can just kind of fool us by doing these, you know, grand gestures of like, well, you know, the CEO is going to take a $1 million pay cut. And, you know, it's kind of like I think the Apple, they did the same BS where the guy said he took some pay cut so that they didn't lay anybody off. But in return, I think he got like $10 billion worth of stock options or something crazy. So it's like, you know, give me a break. You you know, this is, you know, this self-righteous lie that they're trying to, you know, mask. The reality is people are losing money. Last year was a bad year for financial advisors, right? When you lose 20% of people's life savings, they don't care how much money you made them in the last 10 years. 
And they're probably asking themselves, you know, people start asking the right question. Why am I on this roller coaster? I have more than enough money to enjoy retirement. And this really puts an exclamation point, you know, this disgusting, you know, the fact that she's making $22 million of your money from places like Bellfountain, Finley, Lima, Mansfield, Canton, Akron, kind of the salt of the earth of Ohio. Uh, you know, that's where they live. That's where Edward Jones lives. And, and they're peeling and skimming off, you know, money every year between their 1% fees, their revenue sharing agreements with the mutual fund companies. They act like this is a give. To anyone but herself or to the Edward Jones organization is just is just a lie. And, you know, I, I wrote a whole chapter on Edward Jones in my, my book, Fire Your Financial Advisor, which you can read at fireyourfinancialadvisor.com. Pump in uh, the uh, promo code radio and we'll give it to you for 50% off. But the whole chapter is the villain. It talks about Edward Jones. It talks about the quarter billion of fees they've paid over the last 10 or 15 years. It talks about how they target smaller accounts and smaller communities. And it's really who we're fighting back against, right? There's a lot of people out there, but Edward Jones is the poster child for our villain kind of, mm -hmm. you know, battle cry that we're kind of going up against day in and day out across Ohio. And I think when your financial advisor takes a pay cut when you spend your money, the system has a problem, Randy, mm -hmm. right? And, and that's what the 1% system is, Like right? You know, 85% of retirees are in this system. And if you spend your money, if you enjoy your money, if you do anything conservative with your money, there's a good chance your financial advisor takes a pay cut. And to think that doesn't affect their advice completely defies human logic, mm -hmm. right? Like, and, and that's what we want people to wake up and say, hey, this system is not really working in your best interest. It's, there's a huge conflict of interest here that if you take money and put it in a seat, your local CD, or you put money in annuity, or you spend your money, goodness, you know, God forbid you spend your money, any of those actions happen your financial advisor takes a pay cut, which is probably why they're always like, oh, just stay in the market. You know, no, we, we don't want to miss out. Or, oh, it's going to come back. Or, oh, just live off your interest. Because if you pay your principal, if you spend in that principal, which, by the way, is the whole point of retirement and saving, right? The whole idea of having the piggy bank is to spend it, not to live off the interest. Well, if you spend your principal, they take a pay cut. And, you know, that's the nature of a one point, whatever they charge, 1.35, 1.25% fee is that they are going to continue to be incentivized to keep you scared and confused that you're going to run out of money so that you don't spend any of your money so they can keep making money, Randy. That is the number one thing you see all the time if you look up any retirement articles is don't run out of money. Are you going to run out of money? Make sure you don't run out of money. That is one of the scare tactics that Greg has kind of uncovered here with the financial industry. And to know that if you take your own money out, and go and enjoy it and go buy an RV or go take a great trip or something like that. They have less money to work with and they take a pay cut. Doesn't seem right, but that's the system that we're all dealing with. Why don't we deal with a different system? Contact us at Golden Reserve. You can find our website real easy. It's getyourroadmap.com. We'll build you a roadmap for retirement. Let's get something down on paper so you've got something to follow. When should I take money out of this account? When should I take money out of that account? What do I do about Social Security? What do I do about the taxes? And, and the, the, the Trump tax laws are going to expire in a couple of years and taxes may go up. How does that affect me? Boy, there's a lot of questions out there. And let's get you those answers. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. You can also find Greg's book at FireYourFinancialAdvisor.com. That's a great place to start to find out what Greg is all about and Golden Reserve is all about. You can put in the promo code RADIO and get 50% off the book. Then again, at FireYourFinancialAdvisor.com. You can also give our office a call at 855 546 2074. 855 546 
2074. Well, there's a guy out there who's got a very, very popular book, and he is predicting we are in for a real stock market crash. So we'll dive into that a little bit. Plus, a retirement calculator. I'll bet you've used one. You've gone online and you've seen them there, and you say, okay, I've saved this much, and I think I'm getting this much in Social Security. How is my retirement going to turn out? Are those things reliable? Let's find out. That's coming up next on Expedition Retirement. After 30 years of working and worrying, are you still worrying about losing money in retirement? You've earned the right for your retirement and investments to be predictable and, quite frankly, boring. While your life with friends and family should be the exciting part, we see folks using the same financial advisor that got them to retirement in retirement. The problem is that same advisor usually means the same risky and overly expensive investments, too, with fees. You need to know what accounts can go backwards and by how much. That's why we run a market flashlight for every retiree we meet. It shows what's at risk and what that means in real dollars when the market crashes again. That way you decide how much is at risk, not your financial advisor. To learn more about our market flashlight and other retirement tools and how we can protect and guide you down retirement mountain, go to getyourroadmap.com. That's getyourroadmap.com. Welcome back to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve. Online, you can find us at getyourroadmap.com. Let's get something down on paper about your retirement and a roadmap for you to follow and somebody to help you follow your retirement and make this thing work. Getyourroadmap.com. All right, Greg, you've read the book. Every time I throw a book your way, you say, yep, read it. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad, pretty much a classic in the financial world. You've read that one? Yeah, it's a it's an all time great, yep. no doubt. Been out there for about twenty years, and so he's he's a pretty well known guy in the financial circles. And he recently said about the stock market, "May God have mercy on us all." He really believes we're in for a, a two thousand eight kind of a crash. He believes the biggest bubble in the world is happening right now, and it's about to burst. And his advice is: buy gold, buy silver, buy Bitcoin. Those two things seem like they're completely not connected because gold is real conservative. Bitcoin is real risky. I don't get that. Why would he say something like that, Greg? Uh, he has a major stake in Bitcoin. Okay. There we go. <laughs> um, you know, that, that, that would be why. Okay. Um, these are the things that make you scratch your head and think, gosh, darn it. You know, you know just because you wrote a good book doesn't mean you really know anything about the stock market. All I right. mean, that, that's, that's one way we can approach this. I mean, it was a good book, but stay in your lane, bud. <laughs> um, when people start telling you to buy stuff, you should always, you know, be careful. Like, mm -hmm. there's almost always a self-interest. So, you know, you hear in the show, we never tell you to buy anything, right? We, we have things that we use. And we have a bunch of different tools based on your risk and, and, and where you're at and your savings and how you live your life. But at the end of the day, when someone says buy, 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 you got to be wondering yourself what's what's going on. And I'm guessing he has hedged some gold and silver options, too, if you want me to put all my money where mm -hmm. my mouth is, if I'm betting that all he holds all these things. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I agree with his first statement. May God have mercy on us all. Just everything's out of whack. Mm hmm. Money was too cheap for too long. People got lazy. People stopped doing basic business principles. You know, when people are having board meetings about the number of bathrooms, the types of bathrooms they have, or they're having, you know, pronoun conventions, that you, you know that life's a little too good. <laughs> life's a little too good. And, you know, th those things wouldn't even been on a typical board of director sheet of priorities to get through the quarter and, and, and make, a, obviously, a, a successfully running company. And now we have... 
with Pay the Piper, I, I think you're seeing banks start to kind of crash a little bit here and there, and you'll see other businesses that when things tighten up, I call it the Taco Bell rule, right? You know, at the end of the day, when I used to be able to get Taco Bell for three or four bucks, and now it costs me 15 bucks to have three cheesy gordita crunches with no drink, I, I, I know that I'm like, how? How, how, what's going on here? Yeah, something's wrong. That, that something's wrong. It doesn't pass it. Like you said, the smell test, mm-hmm. there's something wrong with the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's what's going on with the economy right now is no one can really put their finger quite on it. You know, we had the mortgage crisis in, in 2009 where we were you know, basically taking a bunch of crappy mortgages and, 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 and kind of mashing them together and then selling them in the stock market. Well, you know, right now I just think we've got a bunch of just bad businesses and we've had bad deals and people overpaid for businesses over the last 15 years. And I mean, not to completely nerd out here, but if you think about it, that's what happens, right? When money's free, people have to overpay because everyone has access to capital. So the prices that people are getting for their businesses or for their, you know, divisions or whatever they were doing, companies had to go out and overpay private equity companies, venture capital companies, Fortune 500 companies, if they needed to buy a strategic acquisition, they had to overpay because everyone was bidding on it because everyone had access to very, affordable capital, you know, interest rates were like, like, you know, one or 2%. So it made it very palatable to go out and buy things. And that got everything out of whack, right? You started overpaying. And now what happens? Well, interest rates, if all those interest rates were on on arms or float, well, guess what, you know, your interest rates quadrupled. Mm -hmm. And that puts a cash strain. And now you have layoffs. I know Adobe and and Facebook and and, Amazon, all these Amazon, yeah, they're all laying all these people off. And Mm -hmm. People don't realize that these people are highly compensated, probably highly talented people. And we're like, well, that doesn't affect me. Well, yeah, it does, because those people probably will end up taking some other people's jobs. And then it goes down to, you know, mid-level management. Then it goes to frontliners and it pushes everything down when you have really talented people being laid off, they're going to find jobs somewhere, right? You know, talented people just figure it out. And that takes a job of someone else, which then in turn takes a job of someone else. And I think we're going to start feeling that trickle down over the next 12 to 18 months. I don't know if the stock market's going to implode, but I'm not, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we had another 2022 again. Mm -hmm. You know, I I think time's going to, I think there's going to be some tough sledding because it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show. America has to reintroduce accountability. <laughs> like, like if you went out and bought a, a pool or a house and it was a stretch and you couldn't afford it, like you're going to get squeezed mm-hmm. when, when these things change. And there was a time where like for the last 10 years, it didn't matter. Government was just printing off money and just giving it, you know, you had the COVID dollars going everywhere and the, the, everyone was flush. And I just remember sitting back and uh, kind of in the corner being like, man, this is going to come back to bite us because you can't keep spending other people's money. You can't just keep cutting checks. I mean, eventually someone's going to have to come pick up the bill, Randy. And, and unfortunately, I think we're all going to have to chip in if we want to get out of this together. And it's going to sting a little bit. Well, the main lesson here is if somebody tells you to buy something, be it a stock or Bitcoin or whatever it is, you have to ask yourself, what's the motivation here? What's their motive here? I mean, if you go, who, who, who buys magazines anymore? But if you buy a magazine, a fortune or, or uh, any kind of a magazine in the financial realm and you see all of these articles about here's the best mutual fund and here's the best this and here's the best that, then take a look at who their advertisers are in that magazine. Probably the mutual fund companies. So you have to take a look at that when somebody gives you some sort of a recommendation. You're listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler at Golden Reserve, and you can find us online at GetYourRoadmap.com. That's why we have this show, is to introduce you to Greg, Golden Reserve, and to get a little help with our retirement. We'll put together a roadmap for retirement for you at no charge. Give us a call. Let's go through the numbers together. GetYourRoadmap.com is our website. 855-546-2074 is our number. All right, I've done this. I bet a lot of people have. They've put their number into 
a retirement calculator. I wonder what this thing will spit out. Well, Motley Fool decided to take 10 of them for a test drive, and they found that the results were wildly different when they put the information into each one. For instance, they put the information, here's somebody, and here's how much they've saved, and how much money will they have left when they're 90 years old. So one calculator said this person's going to have a $5 million shortfall. They're going to come up short. The same amount went into a different calculator, and that one said you're going to have $19 million left at age 90. So how could that possibly take place? Obviously, different algorithms and math of how these things work. But, Greg, can we put any stock in these things? I think they're kind of silly. I mean, right, like just like checklists or anything else, everyone lives differently. I mean, how many millionaires do you know that wear tennis shoes, the same pair of jeans and go out to eat with Apple? You know, there, there's people that never spend a dollar mm -hmm. of their life savings. And it doesn't matter what you put in there. They're never going to spend any money. They're not going to replace their carpet. They're not going to buy the new Davenport, right? Like they're not going to, you know, they're not going to spend. So the calculators can't figure them out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the calculators can't figure out what happens if you have a prognosis like Alzheimer's and you have to go into nursing home at 65 or 70, mm -hmm. right? That throws everything out of whack too. So I think retirement calculators do a lot more harm than good. And their number one feature is to promote fear, right? Like the entire purpose of a retirement calculator isn't to like help you. It's to scare you so that you continue to think that you need a financial advising industry to take on more risk so that they can charge 1%. Every retirement calculator you dump your information into is going to come out with probably something scary. And that's the point. I mean, I, you know, I, I think they're trying to ensure that you aren't sure what's going on. And that there's a bunch of things that happen in this calculator that you don't know about and you need us for. So keep paying us 1%. When in reality, we take a different approach at Gold Reserve. Our roadmaps come with what we call a retirement tent. And at the end of every year, we just mock up what you spent. We actually use your real dollars. And then we forecast it out over the course of your, your life expectancy. Hey, let's times it by 20. Let's times it by 22. Let's times it by 18. Whatever that right amount is to see, okay, if I spend the same amount for the rest of my life, here's where my assets will be. And we assume 0% growth. Then we assume 3%, 5%, 7% growth to show you, oh, by the way, look, the money that we have could not grow at all. And you'll never run out of money. That's the whole point. Do we put a big hold in for, um, you know, a long-term care event? Of course we do. You know, I think we put 300000 in for that. And we put some other assumptions in that just are, are holds so that you're a conservative estimate of, look, you're in good shape. You're in real good shape. You don't need to take on more risk. Let's put these assets in something that is retirement optimized from an investment standpoint and kind of ride the wave. And, and, you know, that's another part of our roadmap for retirement is our market flashlight. Going back to the previous, you know, buy gold, buy silver, buy Bitcoin, like those things are all super risky. For the freaking, you know, retiree that has less than two and a half million dollars, like that's a risk that we can't bet on. Mm -hmm. So how do we figure that out? Well, our market flashlight's part of every roadmap, and it shows you exactly not just how much is at risk in your portfolio, but what that means in dollars if a 2022 happens again, if a 2008 happens again, a nine, if a 2000 happens again, about every decade, this crashes. And you're, then you ask yourself, all right, I don't want to lose more than $50,000. All right, well, then we need to realign some of your holdings to coincide with your risk tolerance, where almost everyone comes in and is like, I don't want to lose any money. And we're like, well, 100% of your assets 
are in mutual funds right now. So you're 100% at risk. So they're like, what? I didn't think I was at risk. And yeah, that, that's kind of the game that's played out there, which the financial advisor gives them the, yeah, 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 I got it, but then never makes any changes. And their life savings remain on the blackjack table. And, you know, sometimes you don't know until you know, and then it's too late when you see that statement, you know, probably in January of 2023, you're like, oh my gosh, I, I lost 20% last year. How did that happen? I thought we were in safe investments. I thought I had worked my whole life, so I didn't have to be stressed anymore. You know, I already raised my kids. I, I, I put them through college. I paid off my house. Why am I betting on things I don't need? And that's really our mantra. That's our battle cry, Randy, is why wager, you know, your life savings when you don't have to? You know, last week we talked about the segment of why would you drive 95 miles per hour to the grocery store? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. You know, you're going to get there no matter what. If you have everything you need, if the retirement tent spits out, hey, you have everything you need, you don't have money has to grow at all, and you can do everything you want in retirement, you won. The game's over. Just don't lose it. All you do is just don't lose. It's like, you know, the spread offense in basketball. When you got a 10-point lead with a minute left, you don't have to run full court press. Just pass the ball around and don't turn it over. Same with football, right? Like, just run the ball and run the clock out. Like, you don't have to keep going for Hail Marys and all these things. And, you know, in our example, driving to the grocery, like, you can go 25 miles an hour. And you're going to make it there. Those delicious Krispy Kremes will still be warm in the when you get there. Like, what are we doing? And I guess, you know, at the end of the day, we just have to ask ourselves, why would they say, you know, your money has to be working for you? What does that even mean? No, it doesn't. My money already, I already work for my money. It doesn't have to work for me anymore. And I think that's a big nuance that happens at Golden Reserve, and it doesn't happen in other shops, Randy. Well, when you think about if you've ever used a retirement calculator, think about the questions that they ask you. They ask you two questions, basically. How much have you saved and what are you going to get for Social Security? Is that enough to base a retirement on? Well, see, at Golden Reserve, we're going to ask a lot more questions. We're going to ask you questions about taxes and fees and long-term care. And there's a lot more data that's going to go into this than just what they ask you in a retirement calculator. We ask those hard questions at Golden Reserve, and we'll do that with you. We call it a roadmap for retirement. We're going to ask those questions. We're going to work out markets and taxes and fees and long-term care and income. It's all a part of the roadmap for retirement. We'll do one for you at no charge, give us a call or go to our website, getyourroadmap.com, getyourroadmap.com, or you can give us a call at 855-546-2074, 855-546-2074. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time here on Expedition Retirement. Thanks for listening to Expedition Retirement with Greg Ayler. To learn more about getting the help you need to and through retirement, go to GetYourRoadmap.com. Investment advisory services offered only through investment advisory representatives at Golden Reserve RAA LLC, a registered investment advisor. Gregory Ayler does not provide investment advisory services nor insurance and annuity products. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed are not designed nor intended to be applicable to any person's individual circumstances. It should not be considered as an investment advice, nor does it constitute a recommendation that anyone engage in or refrain from a particular course of action. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Golden Reserve is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Golden Reserve RAA LLC, Golden Reserve LLC, Golden Reserve Tax LLC, and Ayler Stallings LLC are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Legal services offered by Ayler Stallings LLC, tax services offered through Golden Reserve Tax LLC. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through licensed professionals at Golden Reserve LLC, NPN number 
1-800-165-5411.